right, you guys, today I would like to share with you five steps to becoming a digital nomad family. Because most people, when hearing for the first time that there is such a thing as living like a traveling freelancer or entrepreneur, aka digital nomad, picture a person in their 20s working in tech, <laughs> right? And clearly these were the first ones who back then were able to easily take their work on the road. However, fast forward to today, the digital nomad lifestyle has become so much more normal and widely spread so that you can even find families adapting that form of living. In fact, I see a notion that especially families find great joy and attraction in this alternative lifestyle. If you're curious about how it works and what it all entails, you're in the right place. <laughs> During Today, in this episode, I would like you to listen to the first five steps to take to be able to start your digital nomad journey. Welcome to the new era of freedom, exploration, exploration and connecting with the world. So before we dive in, I want to introduce myself quickly in case you haven't heard any of the previous episodes on the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. Again, my name is Julia. I'm a mom of two busy toddlers and the founder, founder of Che Jetter, a family travel and digital nomad blog for aspiring nomads and families. I'm also a social media and business coach public re public speaker author course creator and podcaster and blogger from germany in 2011 i quit my job i uh, sold all of my belongings i bought a one-way ticket and turned into a successful digital nomad and since then i've traveled lived and worked remotely in over 80 countries after some time of freelancing in different fields related to my career as a marketing consultant, I decided to take it to the next level and created my first online business. After that, I expanded and since 2020, I'm the owner of two successful online businesses, one helping aspiring nomads to live up their dreams and the other business is where I help as a clarity coach, help entrepreneurs become visible on social media. Uh, it's fair to say that from, from my experience as a digital nomad, first solo, then as a couple, and now with my kids, I have gathered quite some knowledge when it comes to this lifestyle and all it entails. And I'm super excited to shed some light today on the first five steps that are essential, in my opinion, if you're serious about becoming a digital nomad family. So here's step one. Yes. It all starts with your finances and this needs to be talked about first. There's no way around it. So while you might feel comfortable with the amount of savings that you currently have in your bank, you still want to be mindful that your savings may run out of or shrink to an extent that it won't feel too comfortable. So relying on, only on savings is not a good place to start. Instead, I encourage you to think of anything that could bring in a monthly passive income. Do you maybe have a house or apartment that you can rent out while you're gone? Great. Or do you have a website that brings in income from ads or affiliate links? Wonderful. Or can you think of an online course that might sound like hotcakes? Even better. 
Anything you can think of to help you bring in a steady income stream will be great for you to set up while you are roaming the world with your family. If at any stage you feel ready and want to create an entire online business out of your skills or services, products, you can do that too. While I'm not encouraging you to start an online business from the road out of necessity, it still can be done if you're under no financial pressure and especially if you seek out help from a coach or a person who has experience in this field. In my case, I did it all by myself. I had no idea how to set up and run an online business back then, but I was stubborn enough to do everything I could, ma could to make it work because the last thing I wanted was to go back to Germany and find a job. No kidding. So lucky you, there are so many resources and coaches out there nowadays that can accelerate this process and help you with your online business setup so that you can fund your, your and your family's travels. If that's something you want to look into, I have also something special for you today, which I will talk about quickly at the end of this episode. Now, step two. Now that we've uh, covered the money topic and got it out of the way, you want to spend some time thinking about your kids' education. There are a few ways to go about it. If you have school-aged kids, you can either ask for permission to take them out of school for a certain period of time and then see if you like it at all. Or you go ahead and cut the strings entirely, which means you unregister in your home country and take your kids out of school completely. This might feel huge and scary at the same time if you think about it. If you ever wanted to come back, you can simply register again and send them back to school, can't you? The system is made and built upon fear, so that we base our decisions mainly on the fear of missing out or the fear of being punished for stepping out of the line. Clearly, there are, there are a lot of benefits you can enjoy when playing along, such as public health care, education and social care, etc. However, I encourage you to dare to think out of the box. This is a skill you'll want to acquire if you truly think that the digital nomad lifestyle is something you want to pursue from now on. Now, taking your kids out of school means a bunch of different things, of course. You'll need to come up with a plan. You're free to decide what works best for you and your family, yay? <laughs> Most likely, you'll have to spend more time creating alternative scenarios for your kids. My boys are still too young at the moment, but for the sake of traveling and being free to move wherever and whenever we want, I would go for the option of finding alternative schools like mentioned above at this point. During my 10 years of living this lifestyle, I have come across many different models and am always pleasantly surprised how well it works for each individual case. For example, one of my friends who has their home base on La Palma on the Canary Islands, they completely follow the concept of free learning with their three kids. It works, works for them, the kids are happy and all three know how to read, write and are really smart and witty little kids. They have a learning room in their basement and the kids can access books and learning materials that the parents put in the shelves. Sometimes they guide them and help them if the kids ask for help, but most of the days they are out in nature and roam around and play. They are 4, 6 and 10. Another example is a family with four kids 
who is currently stuck by choice here with us on the beautiful Thai island Kupangan. They used to homeschool their kids, but felt overwhelmed by the responsibility and the overall time that required. So after five years of homeschooling while traveling the world, they decided to try it with an international school that they found on the island. They are lucky because it's a very open-minded and alternative school, which suits their principles and leaves the kids with lots of freedom and a freedom of choice. And it's a bit like the Montessori schools. For them, it's even an option to stay for a bit longer than initially planned before they move on, at least until the school year is finished. And then there are more and more alternative schools that are popping up, like the one in the Dominican Republic called The Hive. I just recently came across it, and it sounds amazing. They are responding to the increasing demand for education for world schooling families or digital nomad kids. You can join them for six weeks, only or longer if you want. So if you're worried about how your children can be taken care of education-wise, all you need to do is look into those areas of the world where people are already creating spaces and opportunities. If you want to read more about world schooling, alternatives, uh, alternative schools and stuff, I have a blog post entirely dedicated to world schools. I'll link it in the podcast description and the show notes. So let's move on to step three. Another big decision before you leave is the one, if you immerse yourself into this lifestyle completely right from the start, or if at first you start by keeping your home. There are many advantages of keeping your home as a home base, at first maybe such as financial stability due to incoming rent, if you find a tenant, of course, <laughs> or the security of being able to return to your home easily in case you wanted to do so. However, in my case, I think the most liberating feeling back in 2011, when I left my home country and sold all my belongings, was the fact that I didn't have to worry about stuff or responsibilities back home. So this feeling of peace of mind and absolute freedom of choice in terms of how long I wanted to stay out in the world is priceless in my opinion. You should never underestimate the emotional attachment and also the feeling of being responsible for something like your house or apartment. Imagine this, you are about to leave for a new destination or have arrived in one and you want to get to know it properly and enjoy it with your family but then you get the call that something isn't right with the tenants or the property itself. Ugh, it sucks, right? Step four, get global health insurance. Yes, it's a boring topic, but so necessary to figure out which option will actually help you all the way. Because if you decide to stay with the one from your home country, most likely what happens is that it will not cover you for trips longer than six weeks. As at least that's the case uh, for Germany. Then you'll be able to purchase travel insurance, sure, which covers you for one year, but you are not a traveler by general definition. What you're looking for now is a long-term solution that helps you stay safe and protected for as long as you decide to stay out, even if that means forever. Fortunately, there are some options designed for digital nomads, and I re recommend looking into all of them. For our family, the best choice has been Safety Wing because they let you book flexible within a matter of minutes 
also cancel whenever you want to, for example, when you visit your family at home. We had to use them several times as our little one got diagnosed with a genetic defect when he was 13 months old. We had to go through a gazillion of tests with him, first to find out what, it ha what is happening to him and I would have been lost without safety wing, to be honest. Each time I called, they were so quick and helpful and let us never alone in the rain. All our, all our trips and stays at the hospital in Bangkok were covered up to the point when they, the diagnosis was final and we knew for sure that he had a genetic defect, but that's a whole different story. Anyways, if you're looking for reliable and flexible travel insurance for you and your family, you can check them out. I will also link, uh, leave the link in the show notes. Their claim on the website says, travel medical insurance that covers people from all over the world while outside their home country, COVID-19 coverage included. And what is also a really cool option is their remote startups health insurance, a fully equipped health insurance that works for all your global employees built for a truly global workforce. And there's another popular company called World Nomads, which I have no ex uh, experience, like personal experience with, but I know people who are happy with them too. So like I said before, check them out and make sure you have something set up before you go. Step five, where to go. Last but not least, travel planning will become a big part of your life. You better start enjoying this. <laughs> no, seriously. If you're constantly on the move, a lot of your time will be used for figuring out where to go, where to stay and how to get that there and of course who to meet. <laughs> so let's have a look at what you can do to decide which country or place is great to start your digital nomad journey. It goes without saying that there are plenty of options out there and it all depends on your taste of course however from experience there are some countries that are easier to start with due to several factors the local people are used to tourists that's one factor and then the community of expats or travel families that mingle there that's another factor so for us thailand indonesia spain italy portugal are countries where we have gathered wonderful experience with our boys and from our network we know that places in costa rica colombia peru and parts of the us have also kid-friendly options to get started with your digital nomad lifestyle luckily nowadays you can find a lot of resources on the internet and for example on facebook you have plenty of digital nomad family groups aside from ours thriving digital nomad families the link is in the show notes, of course, if you are not a member yet. You can connect with the family in each place and ask them questions where to get housing or who, want, who wanted to meet, uh, meet up. So to recap our five steps real quick, here's again what to do before you go and plan your trip. Firstly, you'll need to get your finances in order being it with a monthly income plan through freelance work, passive income, thanks to selling an online product, or even from monthly rent uh, you'll get if you rent out your place. And here we are at step number two. You'll want to make a decision on what to do with your home. Keep it or sell it. And always keep in mind that this is a process and you'll most likely change your opinion every now and then. 
afterwards this it's time to make a plan for your children's education and how your family will be will be in health will be insured health care wise after these more or less boring topics you have the pleasure of designing your actual journey and choose your first destination like i mentioned before our boys are only two and four years old and we are in a privileged position to still don't worry about the education part and in terms of having a home base we have decided to look into this a bit more now that we have been on the road for more than 10 years. So I think that soon we will roam the world with the intention to find one or several home bases in order to create a more stable and slower style of traveling than we used to do pre-COVID. And now I'm super excited to share with you in a bit more detail everything you need to know about our most recent projects. Life by Design is an online course especially designed for families or couples who have the strong desire to start a genomic lifestyle. We cover everything that I talked about today, but in a more depth and but in more depth and with a lot of links to resources and worksheets so that you can make your decisions a lot easier and based on the guidance this course will give you. Because we know that there are plenty of resources out there and you can spend hours and hours of your time researching, but perhaps it might lead to an even bigger feeling of overwhelm. That's why we decided to create this course, to help you save time and give you focus, so that your day when you hop on that plane with your family is coming closer and doesn't lurk in the far future. This course gives you the info you need to make a decision on topics before you go, as well as your online business and finally on family topics when you're living the future lifestyle. It also gives you the opportunity to get personalized guidance from someone who's done it and has met hundreds of other families in the same situation. Additionally, we offer students of Life by Design a 10% discount on the first one-to-one -one session. So if you think that a one-hour chat with me, who knows what they... <laughs> with someone who knows what they're talking about can save you weeks in Google, this is your chance to get your answers quickly. Just like He Yongs, who says, I dreamt of a life as a digital nomad. After being an exchange student and having an internship abroad, it was so frustrating where to start. My fiancé recommended to watch Julia's YouTube on YouTube. Julia's video on YouTube where she was presenting in Chiang Mai at the Nomad Summit and to contact her. Since she is the person who lives the life we are aiming for, it was so nice to get her advice. I had my first online session with Julia in mid-March. It's been about half a year now and we've had around nine sessions. We talked about what I did before, what my skills are, what I want to do and we then set our direction, made a plan and proceeded. After about two months, I started to make money. She also helped me to have a positive mindset. I tend to worry before doing something and now my mind is changing in a positive direction. I received, a helpful, I received helpful advice from Julia, who became a digital nomad and, and an international couple and mother. Or listen to Marie. Julia not only gave me 
the keys, but also the confidence to start my online business as a holistic mentor. Thanks to her advice, I'm on, on track of living the digital nomad life I have always dreamt. Julia is very knowledgeable and inspiring. I definitely recommend booking a session with her to massively boost your visibility on social media. Finally, I'll be super honored and excited if you let me guide you, either by enrolling in my course or by getting my one-on-one -on -one support. So if you want to get started and change your life to start living your dream, here is your chance. Thanks so much for listening, guys. This was it from today's episode of the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. I hope you enjoyed my five tips of how to get started as a digital nomad family and stay tuned for more to come. Have a great day.